on Broadway for Wednesday, August 21st, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway Star's James Marino. James, there's not a ton of news today, but this first story, man, I I just, I, I don't know. I just was not expecting anything about this one when we got this press release. Yeah, I, uh, I, I checked if it was April 1st instead of August 21st. Yeah. So yeah. this was this was not a uh, Michael Dale prank. Right? At least I don't think. Huh. He, he, he's getting very, very good at this. But let's let the listeners in on this. Uh, first up in the news, Lincoln Center announces a new star-studded musical about LSD. Yes, that is not Lucy in the, in sky, the sky with sky diamonds. diamonds. Well, it Although, is. Yeah, yeah. It, it is, but it's not. Um, but yeah, James, I honestly have no idea what to make of this announcement. It is a kind of fun, goofy concept. So it doesn't seem like something that Lincoln Center would normally do, but it has a top-notch team behind it. So it definitely feels like a group of artists that Lincoln Center would pull together. The show is called Flying Over Sunset and will feature a book and direction by James Lapine, music by Tom Kitt, and lyrics by Michael Corey. But that's not all. Leading the cast will be a trio of Tony nominees, Harry Hayden Patton, Carmen Cusack, and Tony Yazbek. Michelle Durant will choreograph, and the show will begin performances at the Vivian Beaumont Theater on March 12th, ahead of an opening night on Broadway on April 16th. So that's the that's the, the nuts and bolts, the logistics. Now let's get to the LSD part, James. Uh-huh. It's, set, it's set in the 1950s. Flying Over Sunset is a work of fiction inspired by the lives. Of, it's a work of fiction. When I read this to you, you're going to be shocked that it's fiction. Um, a work of fiction inspired by the lives of three extraordinary and accomplished people. Writer Aldous Huxley, played by Hayden Patton. Playwright, diplomat, and congresswoman Claire Booth Luce. Cusack and film legend Cary Grant Yazbek, each of whom in real life experimented with the drug LSD. At a crossroad, at a crossroads in their lives, the three come together and, under the influence of the drug, take a trip, trip, and confront the mysteries of their lives and their world. I just, yeah, this is hilarious. I, I mean. <laughs> Okay. Uh, apparently, this show has been working its way through the developmental process for a number of years with a ton of stars attached to it along the way. But I had not heard a single thing about the potential of this show coming in this season. But, James, we now have a fourth original score for the season and yeah. some new awards contenders, I guess. I I sort of remember Harry Hayden Patton was going to be doing something else. I was surprised to see his name pop up here. Or was I misremembering? No, he is doing uh, the King's Speech in Chicago this oh, that's, fall. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing that this fall coming up soon, and then this will be in the spring. So plenty of time to do this, and then if King's Speech comes in next fall, he'll continue to be busy. Hmm. Although I will say that this is not listed as a as a limited run. They have not said when the closing date is, and tickets aren't on sale yet. So that might become obvious soon, but we do not know exactly when this is. I've heard some other things that might be going into the Beaumont over the summer. So I don't know if that's changed, but um, yeah, it's an interesting one. It's, I mean, the the team is great. I've made my thoughts about Tom Kitt's music um, known before. It's not my favorite, but James Lapine, I mean, I'll see anything that he does. I mean, that's one of the best. So this is not directed at you. Okay. Just <laughs> let's establish that right now. Okay. But, 
uh, I, I see lots of whiny people on the interwebs talking about this show today. Uh, and the, yes, this seems to be, it, this is not based on anything. It's a totally original piece. Correct. Or, yeah. Uh, I mean, totally original piece, outstanding team, great, great folks. They're putting this together. Uh, and, uh, and people complaining that this is, you know, uh, they're complaining about the, the concept here. And, oh, really? Yesterday we had Soul Train. Was it Soul Train? Yeah, it was Soul Train yesterday. And a great team again. And, you know, some based on some sort of existing piece and people complain I about that, you know, <laughs> so I. I, I'm just not sure that we can ever please all of the people all of the time. No. And I, I want to make this very clear. I have zero problem with this concept. I think no, this no, no. concept no. is And I said this bonkers. is not directed. No, I know. Yeah. Oh, no, totally get that. I just want to make clear. I think this idea is bonkers brilliant. Like, I think this is fantastic. I just think it's goofy as all hell. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of plays about – People, there's that um, – I'm never going to remember the name, but that Steve Martin play with like – isn't it like Einstein and Picasso or something? Oh, La Pagine. Uh, yeah, whatever yeah. that is. And then there's one with like Elvis in it and and Mark St. Germain writes, writes a lot of plays um, about real-life figures. So I think this is great. The, cat, the, the team is fantastic. My only issue with it is I don't love Tom Kitt's music. Um, but other than that, like I think this is – just goofy enough to be brilliant. You know, I, I sort of feel like, you know, there was an announcement last uh, a few months back about Freestyle Love Supreme coming to Broadway and uh, Lincoln Center Theater said, here, hold my beer. <laughs> I mean, we've got something. <laughs> yeah, this is something that will definitely be just as trippy as that. Uh, but, but, you know, can you imagine the Easter bonnet with these two? <laughs> That'll be fun. Definitely be fun. <laughs> Get your tickets now for Broadway Cares Equity Fights Aids. All right. Let's uh, move forward into the second story of the evening, day, thingy, whatever. Whenever you I, listen. Yeah. Whenever you listen. You know I haven't done this in a while. Waitress will welcome a new Jenna to the diner next month. Yes, they will, James. And it will be a Broadway return as former American Idol champion Jordan Sparks will be coming back to Broadway for the first time since her run as Nina in In the Heights all the way back in 2010. Sparks will take over the role of the pie maker from September 16th through October 27th, short run, six-ish weeks. She will be replacing Allison Luff. Colleen Ballinger and Todd Hall joined the show as Dawn and Ogie last night on Tuesday night, but their runs are scheduled to end on September 15th, the day before Sparks takes over, we'll see if there's any extensions in place. I know Todrick had mentioned about trying to get Colleen to stay on a little while longer with him. Now, this is a little interesting to me, James, because Sparks is scheduled to end her run on October 27th. That would leave like two and a half months until the show closes on January 5th. But for folks who might have thought that maybe Sarah Bareilles would come in and close the show. If she is, she won't be coming back until at least early December 
as her tour doesn't end until the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, November 26th. So there would need to be someone to take over in between Sparks and Borellis, which is why I think the October 27th date is kind of odd. Did she Was she not able to do another month or whatever? Um, maybe Stephanie Torrens will get one more turn in the role, um, who's kind of been the uh, the the buffer between star castings there. It actually would kind of be fitting for her to be the last one to do it before turning it over to Borellis to close the show. But kind of interesting. I think I think Jordan Sparks is really talented. I didn't see her in In the Heights, but as a vocalist, she's uh, fantastic. So that seems uh, like it's a pretty exciting casting. Yeah, that is true. But you have the uh, the casting director board there of Fair Waitress pretty much covered that. <laughs> yeah. mean... Well, I will say I am seeing the second to last stop of the Sarah Bareilles tour down here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. She goes from here to Orlando or for, goes from uh, here in Orlando to Atlanta to close up the tour at the, uh, at the Fox theater. So I'm very keenly aware of when her, uh, her national tour, her concert tour is finishing up. Okay. So uh, next up we have MCC announces the full cast for the wrong man. Yeah, James, this is one of those shows that is already getting a ton of buzz about a potential Broadway transfer. You'll remember this is a new stage musical written by multi-platinum songwriter Ross Gullen. They released a concept album a few weeks ago. The stars we already know, Joshua Henry, Sierra Renee, and Ryan Vasquez. But we found out yesterday that they will be joined by another American Idol finalist, Anoop Desai, Tilly Evans Kruger, Malik Kitchen, Kyle Robinson, Debbie Christine Chong, and Julius Williams. The show is scheduled to begin performances on September 18th, and I'm hoping for an extension so I can see it before it moves to the main stem, because uh, unless this is a disaster, it just feels like this one is gearing up for a a Broadway transfer potentially as early as this spring. Uh, But, uh, you know, the the for fear of sounding like a broken record, but where? Oh, we've got lots of places. Oh, we've got we we've got I think well as of um with uh, Flying Over Sunset, I believe we currently have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight houses open for the spring, not including anything else that might be closing. Um so if something else announces a closing, that would add to that total. So of course other things will be announced. I'm as expecting an announcement today on Wednesday. Um, I thought it would happen already, but uh, for the spring, we've got eight theaters that are currently vacant. So I think there's plenty of room uh, for shows to come in. And if someone wants to come in this year, there are some new musicals, but something artistic and interesting and cool like this, I think is uh, really positioned well to have a really good spring. You don't want to put the wrong man in the wrong theater. That's true. But what's interesting is, is there are a number of different size theaters. I mean, you've got the booth, um, which has Freestyle Love Sup- Supreme closing in January. So you've and got the Freestyle smaller Love theaters. Supreme is directed by Thomas Kale, who is huh. directing. That's a good point. I hadn't put that one together. I got to get a new uh, piece of uh, red String. yarn. Yarn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Connect those dots. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Kale is directing Freestyle Love Supreme and is directing yeah. The Wrong Man. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Alex Lackamore will also be orchestrating The Wrong Man. And Travis Wall, who had two fantastic pieces on the Monday night episode of So You Think You Can Dance, he will be choreographing as well. All right. So let's keep our eye on The Wrong Man. Uh, when do tickets go on sale for this thing? I'm seeing The Wrong They're already Man. On. They're already on. I've seen tickets available from $30 at the MCC Theater. So in the beautiful new theater 
uh, yes. Theater Complex, the Robert W. Wilson MCC Theater Space, 511 West 52nd. This uh, podcast brought to you by mcctheater.org. Not really. Don't we wish. Yeah, yeah we wish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we just got to hook up with J.K. Rowling. She's giving it all away. <laughs> all right. Ooh, nice story. The immersive Great Gatsby is coming to London. Yeah, to, to, to be a little fair, there's already an immersive Great Gatsby happening, but it has found a permanent, really cool home. Uh, and it really sounds perfect, James. Yesterday, the stage in London, the, the theater mm-hmm. site, yeah. reported that producers with this new company called Immersive Everywhere have found a home for this project. It is a former Army Reserve Center, which was decommissioned in 2017, and it will be playing host to this immersive production of The Great Gatsby beginning on October 18th after it transfers from its current home by London Bridge. James, this book is about the quest for material opulence to validate oneself. So their plan is to turn this former armory into a West Egg mansion, to Gatsby's mansion, which seems brilliant to me. I think we have seen what having a really specific site for an immersive production can do for something like Sleep No More. While Great Gatsby is a very different story than Sleep No More, I think it is very much on par with the visual and emotional um, I'll say opulence again because it's only what's coming to mind, but like that visual and emotional heft that you need to have to make something like that interesting. I think this is brilliant, and I would not be surprised if it goes well and continues to go as well if they try to find a place to do this in New York. So I've seen a number of attempts to bring the Great Gatsby to stage. Mm-hmm. Gats from uh, the Elevator Repair Service. Mm-hmm. And I saw an opera, at, uh, I think it was Metropolitan Opera or is it City Opera? I'm not sure. Um, and, and some readings of musical theater pieces and things like that. So uh, they've all sort of fallen flat. So I wonder, you know, who's, do you know who's writing this one or what, what, ap- what version of, of it is? Or um, I, uh, I don't, I only see producers in there. I looked up the, uh, um, but it's, it's currently running in London right now, but at a yeah, different it's space. A, it's, Yes, it's adapted and directed by Alexander Wright. I don't know who that is. No, yeah. So, uh, if this you know does really well, could they adapt the Park Avenue Armory <laughs> from one well, armory to another? <laughs> it, it very well could. Um, I, that's probably it doesn't have enough room. It's too big and open. But we'll see. I mean, I, I think that people love Gatsby. I don't. Yeah really care for the book all that much but um people love it and so it, it definitely i think would have people that are interested in it on this side of the pond sure absolutely so uh i guess that wraps it up you're right it was a light light day for news there mm-hmm. so why don't you get us out of here all right thanks for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook and twitter at broadway radio you can find me on twitter and instagram at bww matt and my name is james marino from broadwayradio.com and broadwaystars.com hey did you notice i uh edited out that little uh cliffhanger yesterday thank you thank you for that so uh, a- a- any more uh, hints you want to drop i mean eventually a door is going to chime and a phone's going to ring mm. that's different uh, that's a different hint, but that's a very different hint. So if you know what Matt's talking about, 
uh, at us on Twitter at uh, Broadway Radio or at BWW Matt, but do not remind Matt about the pie. <laughs> Thank you for uh, reminding Man. me about the pie bet. I forgot all about that. Who was that? Jeff. Neurosis Productions. That. Thank you. So mm, yeah. pie. pie. Neuro neural productions. I knew it was something brain related. <laughs> And uh, Matt and I will come back and uh, talk with you tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. <laughs>